Hello and welcome. I'm Regina, your host and mindset coach. This is the Moms Who Achieve podcast, where we discuss motherhood, mindset, money, and everything in between to equip first-generation changemakers with the tools they need to create the lives they want and deserve by managing their minds and taking massive action. I am super ecstatic that you're here, and I'm hopeful that with an open mind, you'll leave with exactly what you came for. Let's go. Hey, y'all. Hey, so this is a random episode, um, very much off the dome. And I wanted to put it in Regina's random rants, but I feel like it's going to be a longer conversation than just a few minutes. And it's going to be about colorism. There's absolutely no way to really explore colorism in one episode. So I'm going to do my best just to kind of speak about the main points And I'm excited because I know this is going to start a conversation that needs to be had. And I'm going to have some moms on and us just kind of talk about their experience with colorism in our community. Um, It's a huge thing. It's like an elephant in the room type of fucking situation. And I think that it needs to be acknowledged Um, and it needs to be acknowledged more than it has been. So I'm going to do my best to kind of nutshell this out here and we'll have more uh, conversations to come. I want to talk about in this episode, though, my experience, my personal experience in my family, um, at school, in my dating life, um, even the workplace. And maybe I'll kind of just leave a few more thoughts at the end. We'll see how it goes. This wasn't really planned. So um, we'll see. So if you know me, um, if you've seen me, then you know I'm very light-skinned. I've always been the lightest one in my family. And uh, actually, we we have all kinds of colors in my family, but I've always been the lightest one, and most folks are dark. And my experience growing up, I don't really look at it as good or bad, but I do know that it has affected, it affected um, me in school and affected me in some negative and positive ways. My earlier experiences that I can remember, I do remember comments always being made about my skin color, um, about my hair. I remember random people asking my family members, was I white? I think uh, my mom had told me this story before where when I was young, people always thought that she was my nanny or a babysitter. And so obviously I always stuck out in my family and did I have a bad experience or was that good? I don't know y'all. Like I don't want to go either way. I guess I'm just going to speak about the experience and then say what I think it did for me. Um, I remember I had an uncle I love and miss dearly who was very funny, could sing his ass off. And he would always joke with me about my color. And he just had a a very uh, specific way of talking that just made it so funny. And, um, hey, white girl, you know, how you doing, white girl? And just joking, you know, not with any malice at all. And I don't think that I took it personal. I remember laughing and thinking it was funny, laughing it off. But there did come a point where I kind of felt... Um, awkward, I guess, or maybe I felt um, singled out. 
And also, although he didn't, he wasn't the reason for this, but just being the lightest person, you know, in a family, it's likely going to happen, or at least it happened to me where I would get picked on or, um, jokes like I'm white, um, you don't belong in this family. And it's just, you know, it was just silly stuff that cousins do when they're mad at each other. Right. Like nothing crazy. Um, but that was my experience. And I remember, um, times where things were said that caused me to feel in my childhood mind and my child that caused me to feel, you know, in my childlike mind at that time, isolated or different from other people isolated. I felt alone sometimes. Um, but I don't, I won't say that I thought that being light skinned was bad. There was just a point in time where I started to realize that I was different, right? I stood out. I wasn't like people around me. And I definitely remember experiences where I really feel like I was treated a certain way because I was light skinned, not on purpose, not in, I don't really think it was malicious behavior intentionally, and maybe it was, but regardless, I know that my skin tone had a lot to do with it. And I feel like when you look back in the older generations, and I still see it today where our older generations and even those who have chosen not to change their mindset around things feel like light skin is better. Like I remember seeing my brothers who are, dark skin well my my one of my brothers very dark skin um and the other was kind of caramel color but being treated differently um my dark skin sister being treated differently um me being treated differently than my siblings like I saw that a lot and did with different people in my family um could it be something other than color possibly but I remember vividly certain situations and um, topics that came up that I know it was heavily due to that. And so my experience in a nutshell, as a child, being the lightest person in my family was very isolating in certain times, but I do feel like I had lots of privilege in my family because of it. I was, um, praised upon because I was so pretty. My hair was so good. And the topic of good hair is a whole nother fucking podcast episode but if you've had any conversation with me around hair like I despise when we talk about good and bad hair because there is no such a thing right like what do we mean by nappy hair what do we mean by bad hair I should say like because my hair is thinner it boils down to because my hair resembles more of white people's hair that it's better and when Um, I have a family member whose hair resembles our black culture, very thick, very coarse, then that's considered bad hair. And that's how we are in in our culture. I despise it. So every time the conversation comes up and it comes up a lot because I have quote unquote good hair um, and my children do too. And I also hear about the differences being made because my daughter, my first daughter, her hair is different than my other three kids. And even comments like, oh my gosh, you know, she must have hair like her daddy. Her hair is not like yours. And, you know, basically comments being made without trying to sound offensive that she has more quote unquote black hair. 
But y'all, I can go on a tangent on this hair situation. I'm going to make that a whole nother podcast. Um, Needless to say, from my skin color to my hair type, I have always been, I've always stood out in my family. And so that was my experience growing up. And I didn't understand it at the time. I remember one specific situation where we were playing in a tub, me and my cousin, and we were having a good old time. And I just remember her getting into lots of trouble and the comment being made, you know, she has white girl hair. You, she can get her hair wet. You can't get your hair wet and no shade. Like they weren't trying to really hurt me, but I remember that to this day and I was so hurt and I told my mom about it. And in my mind, they were calling me white and it was just this big old thing. But that was my experience, like the differences being made. Whereas um, I think because such a difference was made that I kind of embraced that going into school. And especially when I reached teenhood where I did shit to stand out, like, Almost like I'm used to standing out. So I did things to continue standing out. I wore crazy stuff. I said crazy things. Um, And as I think about it, even as an adult and even as I operate now, I always try to be different. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but I think it directly is. It comes from me embracing those feelings that I had when I was young, when I didn't know how to really work through those. I didn't talk to anybody about it. Just kind of like accepting myself as being different and finding ways to be even more different. So it definitely needs to be discussed and talked about and acknowledged that even in your own family, you can be treated differently based on your skin tone. You could be in a family of all dark skin folks and be light skin and be praised upon because that's looked at as better or maybe even being mistreated because of jealousy, envy or whatever. The whole list of things that could be coming up for people that they may not even be aware of, you know, how you can be in a house and people really be given different treatment and um, experiences even down to how people talk about kids I have seen it in my family words being said about kids whereas all the time the lighter skin the child is maybe comments being made about how cute they are their their hair their this their that and then dark skin children other comments being made you can like You know the difference. You can see the difference. And this is happening in families all the time. Comments about, oh my gosh, they are so dark, but so cute. Or they are really cute to be so chocolate. Or, you know, just the negative comments that are around dark skin in our own families. It needs to be acknowledged because, yes, we definitely deal with racism outside of our family, outside of our culture. And that's a whole other situation and those people can feel and say however the fuck they want to but we can strengthen our relationships within when we focus on how our oppressor has put thoughts into our mind has really ingrained these beliefs that lighter is better and even if we don't want to acknowledge that, we all have some sort of feeling around that. We have to because we came from that and we've not healed that. And so our previous generations, they lived in that. They lived in that where there was differences made between colors. 
that, you know, when they separated us and put dark skin out in the field and light skin in the house, like, boom, that created the separation right there, period. Right. And can you imagine living in that time where a divide was put between you all? Um, And of course, that's going to have an effect on generations to come and it won't go away unless we acknowledge and talk about it. Talk about how me being light skin gave me lots of, you know, lots of special treatment, even when it wasn't done purposeful. A lot of what we do, if we do not um, do the work to monitor our thoughts, a lot of what we do is, is so subconscious. It's just done subconsciously without even knowing. So, Of course, they have not done the work previous generations. That's not a thing that was happening was about survival mode and all of that in our culture. I mean, our um, our generation is now thankful, like grateful to the generations before us. We're able to be in those safe spaces where we can actually do the work. We can talk about this and we can move forward. So me being light skinned, I definitely have been privileged my entire life Um, in school. I 100% saw the difference between me and my dark skinned girlfriends. They would get in trouble before I did all the time, period, point blank. It was very clear, very evident. Um, Comments were always being made. I've I've had teachers ask me, you know, what color I am. Um, I've had teachers ask me if my mom was black or um, I've had teachers ask me, was that my real mom when she came in to do things, you know, to when she came in for conferences or whatever. And speaking of school, so my experience with school was very much, I mean, if I can have a dime for every time I've been asked, what are you? <laughs> I, I would be so rich right now because growing up, that was the first question everybody always had. And the same experiences that I had growing up is the same experiences I had at school, like total colorism, light skin are always looked at as, you know, they look better, they're smarter, they get in less trouble. Like I experienced it myself, you know, just watching me and my girlfriends or me and even guys who were dark skin, whatever, do the same things and me getting away with it or, um, them getting into worse trouble. So with the teachers, with the staff, it's a definite real thing. Um, With my friends, I feel like because I feel like I had, honestly, I feel like a lot of my self-confidence comes from the treatment I received growing up. And I think some of that treatment or maybe most of it was from me being light skin, which made me look prettier or, um, for lack of better words, more delightful. What I can't think of, you know, the word, but I know that I was treated a certain way based on my color and my hair. And that gate, that did give me a certain level of confidence. And when I'm start going to school and boys most definitely were attracted to me and, It was definitely about my color. Definitely. Oh, she's got long hair. Like, so all of my confidence, albeit on the external, right? Just externally um, comes from that. And so I walked with confidence often. I acted very confident in school and I likely treated people as if I was better than them because 
again, that was my experience growing up. And me and my son had to have this conversation because he's light skin. And of course you got those labels of light skin boys and how they feel. And some of that should be true. Y'all like when they be talking about light skin people versus dark skin, like y'all know some of that should be true, but we had to have the conversation because we as in, in him as well, thinking back to when he was younger, so much emphasis was put on his external, you know, he's so cute. Look at his hair. I mean, I didn't cut his hair until he was like three or four. And of course, what I was, I was 16 when I had him. So, oh my gosh, my baby got cute hair and this and that. Right. So that was very much glorified. Well, now sometimes it's difficult for him to see his worth outside of his features outside of how he looks and that's directly related to how he was raised and then the issue comes because obviously it's very shallow thinking what if something happens to you where your external changes you know what if something happens where you don't you get a scar across your face or something like our worth is directly tied to how we look And of course, also, as you get older, your looks can change. So I was having that discussion with him because I've had to also wrestle with that myself and help to and and learn to see my worth on the inside, whereas it's always been glorified on the outside. So I had a similar experience in school. I also, though, was bullied a lot because of how I looked. I had lots of trouble with girls growing up. And looking back, I really feel it to be because I was light-skinned and I probably was operating in that way too. Maybe I was acting like I was better than them. I was acting as if they were below me or I looked better than them because again, these are paradigms that were put into my mind and I was operating unconsciously. But I remember lots of fighting, lots of getting into it with different girls, And I feel like some of that is normal, but a lot of that came from colorism, how we teach our children about looks, about what what we do even in society. I mean, even if parents have nothing to do with it on TV, what we see in the media, you don't see beautiful black women, dark women glorified as often as you see light skin, Latina, white women glorified and also it's as if when they do glorify black women dark-skinned women they have to look a certain way still you know what I mean so social media society how we've all been programmed to think has a lot to do with it and My goal is to open those conversations so that we can talk about it, so that we can acknowledge it because that's how we get rid of it. And so my experience with boys was very similar. I was always judged on how I looked and that was always the first thing that came up. And in conversations that I have with my son and with, you know, teens, it seems as though it's the same kind of thing, like light skin, long hair is in and I really know it to be because that's what the driving force in media is. I've had this conversation with my daughter before. There was a time when she really legit hated her hair. And that starts a whole nother conversation because 
at the time she was very much in a school where she was one of the few black girls there. And I think about that. And I don't think that was the right choice that we made for her because then she saw long hair and that was what people all were trying to be like and do. And her hair just wasn't like that. But even in our culture, it still seems to be like the goal is to have very long, very straight, pretty quote unquote hair. And so we've had conversations about that and, um, just the conversations around accepting ourselves for who we are and understanding that our idea of what beauty is was created by someone else. So it's very difficult watching that with my daughter, especially because I've over the years, like she'll admire me while I'm doing my hair and she'll just want my kind of hair so bad. Right. And wanting to, as her mom, her to just love and embrace her hair for what it is. And I think about, I didn't know these kinds of things when she was little. So it could definitely have been a different outcome had I known that because then I've been more intentional in the words that I was speaking to her or helping her create or the words that I was molding for her to be her own words when she was very young. Um, My younger two kids will experience that because I know that now. So maybe this can be prevented for you if you have younger children, if you start that process early of having those conversations and pretty much creating the dialogue that they should be having with themselves because we become our kids inner voice. And I didn't know that when my older two were younger. So now as an adult in the workplace, I experienced pretty similar experiences as when I was younger. I think that we're just adults now. So a lot of the conversation does not come up, but I definitely have been acknowledged as highfalutin, have been acknowledged. Um, I remember one of my good friends, actually uh, co-workers, I remember um, a year or so after we met, she was like, I didn't know if I was going to like you because you like skin, you cute, you know how y'all are. And it's so funny, but it's so true. I do come across light skinned women that have the attitudes that we're talking about, but I also come across darker skinned women who have a certain attitude towards me because they think I'm going to have that attitude. Right. So it goes both ways. Um, but I've also had someone, I remember two or three years ago, I was at work, the director of the facility came in and she walked up to me and was like, oh, that is so, she walked up to me and was like, oh, that is so cute and grabbed my hair. It was in braids. Is this your real hair? Needless to say, I slapped the fuck out of her hand and I was speechless after that because I was just so thrown aback about how and why and what caused her to even want to do that. Um, but the conversation comes up, it has come up, came up over the years, um, where people, the, the conversation still comes up of what am I mixed with? And I don't really take that as an offense. Like, you know, you know, I'm not hundred percent white, you know, I'm not mostly black. Right. So people get curious and that's fine, but I have experienced being treated differently and, or being judged as if I'm going to act a certain way. And I've also experienced and seen been the observer of light-skinned women acting a certain way of the way that we're talking about and dark-skinned women doing the same so in conclusion of just this random episode 
I guess my message is that colorism is a real thing. It needs to be talked about, especially in regards to how we raise our children. I know, and you likely know and have seen it where children are treated differently within their own family based on their skin color, based on their hair type. We aren't helping our children to see that black comes in all different kinds of shades, all different kinds of hair types. We need to delete that whole fucking statement of good hair and bad hair because the labels are just horrible and it causes our children to feel a certain way as they grow up and have conversations with your kids about color. It's so funny because I have four kids. The youngest is two. So this has not happened yet, but my five-year-old it's happened with my first two. So when the five-year-old did it, it wasn't even a big thing. Like I'm like, okay, here we go. I remember we were out a few weeks ago actually. And someone, she's starting to notice color. Um, people being different colors. And so we talk about that and we were having a discussion around black people and she was like, mama, you're not black, you're white. And was like dead ass. And I did, I just laughed because I've already experienced this. It's happened with my first two kids to where when they start noticing color, they're like, hold up, you are not black, you know, or the conversation is how am I this color and you're white? Um, so we had those conversations, but like she could not understand how my skin can be so light, but I'm black. And so how I have done that over the years and learned to do it better is we have lots of books that talk about different shades of black people. Um, I love, I'll have to, I'll link the book to the one that I read with my five-year-old now. That's amazing. That does a great job of pointing out the different shades of black people. And I just have those conversations in a non-judgmental way about color. Um, For example, when my 12-year-old brought up the situation around color, and I think it was around some friends at school, it was something about that. I took that as an opportunity to just help her see and just kind of put a little seed in her head about how we are treated differently based on our skin color, even within our own community. Um, I also do the same thing with my son because he's a light-skinned young man. And of course, there's all kinds of things to be said about light-skinned young men, but um, and also dark skin. What does that mean? His dad is very dark. So what is his experience? We talk a lot about, you know, darker men's experiences versus lighter men. Like I have had the conversation with him that you have been given lots of leeway at school, whereas your darker counterparts, your darker brothers would not. You've been given passes where they would not. So I definitely, I think that especially light-skinned folks, I feel like it is our responsibility to make sure that our children understand that even though we are black, we have so much more privilege than darker black people. Um, That has to be said. It needs to be acknowledged. And I think that dark-skinned children and us in general should be having conversations that light-skinned aren't the way that we portray them in mainstream society. They can be, but not baseline. I think that whether light skinned, dark skinned, or even in between, we all have our own experiences um, that are directly related to our skin color, especially as a child and your skin color in regards to those around you. And parents 
we've got to be more mindful with the conversations being had between children around color because we have the power to actually create a different perspective for them. When we were young, our caregivers were likely unconscious in the things that they were doing. They didn't know that these paradigms were being created for us, but we know. So we had the power to actually create the paradigms for our children that accepts people for whatever color or shade that they are. And I'm going to leave this there. Um, I know this is going to spark more conversation. We'll definitely wrap back around to this. Um, I'm going to have some moms talk with me about their experience. I would love to talk more about it. If you have any questions, any comments, this is definitely an ongoing conversation for sure. And I can't wait to have more open discussions with women of all kinds of shades on this topic. I want y'all to have a blessed week. That wraps up this week. I hope you found value. Please share with a mom friend, subscribe and leave a review. This helps this podcast to get into the minds of those who need it most. I would love to hear what you think about the episode. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Moms Who Achieve. Looking forward to chatting with you next week. Take care.